everybody, and welcome to episode 64 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton, and who are the zombies with me tonight? Uh, Roar, Stefan, JD. Lost Boys, there he is. Uh, this is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, boo! <laughs> it works. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Jeff, do you want to say where people might know you from? Uh, Game Informer, probably. Possibly, or maybe if you went to high school with me, you knew me from there. That's <laughs> hey, there are Minnesota listeners, if you're from Minnesota. I'm not. That's why if you oh, went to high school in Minnesota, you wouldn't know me. That's <laughs> we came to an extremely niche audience. Uh, specifically, we're, yeah, specifically, we're looking for the demographic of Jeff Cork's high school graduation year. All right. Yeah, they may not know what podcasts are, but... I don't know. Maybe their kids will tell them someday. We will not stop. A hundred percent of that class listens to us. <laughs> so we're going to go on for infinity. We're just going to turn into a newsletter me? that like didn't end. <laughs> a high school I'm newsletter so... that just keeps going on, on forever. <laughs> and uh, Stefan, do you want to introduce what wonderful game you made? You forced us to play this week. Well, I didn't force anyone. Everyone here wanted to play it, no, of course. I did not want to. <laughs> uh, we were playing the Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo game. Depends on which version you played. Zombies Ate My Neighbors, which is a... I don't even... It's it, I wouldn't consider it a horror game. I don't know. What do you guys think? It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not really a shoot-em-up, but kind of. Mm, a Robotron light? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird game. <laughs> I mean, the game terrified me because it wouldn't end, and I had and I screwed up and couldn't find a stupid key at one point. But we'll get to that. Yeah, I so. forgot how long this game was. <laughs> yeah, I remember playing it before, and when Seven said, it, "I was like, oh, that'll be a good like little hour game." <laughs> and like two hours in, I was like, "When are we? Uh, when are we getting to the end here? <laughs> there are how many levels? Yeah, it ain't that short. <laughs> We're just gonna keep going, huh?" Yeah, it feels like this... they just made up names for levels, and they're like, "Well, we're gonna use all of them." These are all really yeah. good puns, so we yeah. need to use all of them. <laughs> I mean, that's the... And this game came out in 1993, made by LucasArts, published by Konami. I should say that real quick. Oh, God. I, I played this game as a kid, and I remember... Like, I'm like, it's okay, and then I played it as an adult, and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I was not happy at all. This is one of the very, <laughs> very early... Uh, games to have like censorship across the seas because i remember i was like that's the my main reason for knowing this game is i remember reading about it in like one of our history classes back when i did the history of game design classes which were very fun and very interesting but yeah zombies ate my neighbors came up because the blood used to be red and this is one of the first games where they had to change the blood to like purple to get through the censors hmm. mm -hmm. so what platforms did everybody play on just so we I, know what we're up against here i played the snes version okay I played Sega. Oh my god, you really missed out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I played Super Super Nintendo. Yeah. I was familiar with it when it first came out. I played it on Super Nintendo and at the time really liked it and the one thing that stuck with me and I will say that it has not been diminished over over time is the soundtrack is phenomenal. Oh, it is it's so good. so good. And then I listened to it. I've you know, I played the Super Nintendo version. I did was like, what what did it sound like on the the Genesis version, and it is just as farty and synthesizer heavy <laughs> as you'd expect. I just hate the way the Genesis games sound. So, I mean, yeah, it didn't disappoint there either because it was like it was Genesis.jpg big time. Yeah, yeah, this is this is like one of those soundtracks where I was hoping online that somebody had successfully posted really good tabs for it and I learned it on guitar. Uh -huh. <laughs> playing it uh for a couple hours learning it my roommate got really sick of the soundtrack fast <laughs> i just like that you do like what the hell are you playing zombies ate my neighbors <laughs> yeah i'll say the the sound the song from the i think the first time it appears all these songs you will hear them lots of times don't worry about that but the i think it first appears in it's the little ditty that plays when you uh, rescue the survivors and you go into the exit, it plays like a truncated version of it. The full version of the song is on the terror in aisle five for the first time. Mm -hmm. It is stuck with me. I like, I've not really thought about this game for 20 years or so, but that song I could, I have it memorized. It's like one of my favorite video game songs. And That's it is awesome. still, like I said, it is just as good now as it was back then. So good. Well, I was looking up to see uh, the composer was uh, Joe McDermott, and I was looking up to see like what else he had worked on, and it really wasn't that much. 
Like this is arguably his most famous one. Like after this, he did Putt Putt Saves the Zoo. I thought it was, uh, was there Fat Man to do the uh, soundtrack? Uh, uh, all I could find was Joe McDermott. Mm. Unless that's just like one of those little bits of info that was lost to, yes. lost to Wikipedia and lost. Yeah, so if anyone doesn't know what this game is, oh, yeah, you can, I'll just introduce, I'll kind of introduce a, the short version <laughs> of it. <laughs> um, I'm going to be a, mean. <laughs> yeah, Mike's going to be mean. Uh, it's the <laughs> one or two player game where you take control of two characters named Zeke and Julie, who yes. look like they're straight out of the 80s. Oh, yeah. And uh, they fight monsters trying to save their neighbors, sometimes trying to save army men, sometimes <laughs> trying to save babies. <laughs> sometimes but, killing uh, babies so... to save babies. <laughs> well, yep. what I should have done and I didn't do, like when the speed run, when I watched speed run, they kill everybody but one person, leave one person alive, and that's who they rescued to get through this game fast. That's the right way to play, because I... Oh, God, that I, I ended up playing with, like, a Resident Evil game. Like, I held on to every item I could. I tried to save everything. I also played with save states and cheat code <laughs> at the end because the game, the game broke me. I got to a point when the game literally broke me, and I'm just like, I hate Stefan right now. But we'll get <laughs> <Yeah>. to that. <laughs> there but, there I mean, are just so it, many callbacks in this game. It is, like, they take everything from horror, from, like, the 1950s, oh, yeah. like, nuclear war horror, like, man versus spider or whatever it is. Like, <laughs> every Man versus ant. More like yeah. them, yeah, for sure. Yeah, them, yeah. Real like Mars Attacks vibes, even though mm -hmm. Mars Attacks came out came out later, which was very surprising to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it's just that same like that that well nineteen. I'm assuming nineteen fifty movies where you have the aliens that have the big heads. What Mars Attacks was spoofing on yeah. that whole idea, and this and yeah, you have levels classic. where they have a yeah they have like a bubble gun or something that puts you in a red bubble that um, really annoyed me every time. That's, every time it pissed me off. I think part of it, what it is, is it's killer clowns from outer space, how they'd get you in the cotton candy with their guns or whatever. Oh, yeah. Kind of reminded me of that. Eating I like the, humans. Uh, <laughs> I like this creature from the Black Lagoons. That would just pop out of the water. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. They mm. killed. They killed so many of my uh, my my survivors. They would just mm -hmm. say, God, I don't care about you. I'm just going to kill this victim. Yeah. And, uh, I was trying to keep more victims alive for the majority of this game before I broke down. Yeah, this is a uh, you got to be quick in this game. This is one of those games where you really got to like play the level over and over again and, and memorize it and like have that map in your head. You're like, all right, I know this person's over here. So yeah. you like, go this way. And I'm like, I can get through this bush or I can break this wall down. Yeah, it's, it's like a it's like a mad dash. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, you start with a squirt gun, which I thought I still think it's funny how you kill zombies with a squirt gun, except that's the only enemy you can really kill when you start fighting the mm -hmm. little Chucky babies or mm -hmm. you're fighting the chainsaw Jason wannabes, I mean, that squirt gun is going to do absolutely nothing. You know what that, that reminded me of? And it got to the point where I ended up just watching the movie because it's like a perfect pairing with this game is it reminded me so much of the Lost Boys. Oh, yeah, for sure. The like, squirt guns with holy water kind of thing. I was mm -hmm. trying to come up with like the subgenre of what that horror is because it's like it's not quite horror. It's not quite comedy. It's like the subgenre of like freaks save the neighborhood. Yeah. But like in the same list as like the burbs with Tom Hanks. Just those, those are like the original Fright Night. Just those original, uh, those classic movies of, okay, these kids are a bunch of weirdos and the neighborhood's in trouble and no one believes them. They've got to mm -hmm. save the day. Yep. Yep, you got werewolves, like uh, Silver Bullet, kind of that going on there too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. Oh, just a bunch of great movies from the 80s. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I skipped a lot of 80s movies for some reason. Oh, we I should was, do it. I was born in the eighties. We could do a whole That's episode sorry. on the Lost Boys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Love that movie. laughs> we probably will. But I mean, the thing about this game is each level you have to rescue so many victims, however many you have surviving as as you progress through the game, and you have like forty eight levels. And at first, I was having fun. I'm like, "Hey, this ain't so bad. It's kind of fun shooting zombies, <laughs> collecting items, running through the level." I I want to say I got to a point where like when you fight the the first boss, which is a giant baby. Yeah, it it's turns out that end. giant babies test positive for evil. Yes. <laughs> He's, all I could think, at least it wasn't Drakengard giant babies. Someone gets that reference. None of you, I'm assuming. <laughs> That's for oh, you, uh, classmates of Jeff Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a PS2 action yeah. RPG. But yeah. uh, no, it just that fight. I mean, I, I was okay with that fight, but like, that's again, right? I can't, because I saved everything. All I wanted to use was the squirt gun. And it's not useful against boss fights or <laughs> against anything. Yeah. Yeah. It took a while. I spent a lot of time trying not to kill zombies and just running away. Because like you get you're faster than a lot of the enemies in this game, with the exception of a couple that you can kind of mm -hmm. get caught in the geometry. 
So I tried to play this like super conservatively and it just kept screwing me over. Yeah. Okay. I can't, you don't, oh, you go, Jeff. I was just going to say really quick that giant baby boss fight is completely badass because it's, it takes up about a third of the screen, which is incredible. It Mm -hmm. like to have a sprite that big was amazing at the time. And it's like, surprisingly well animated too it probably yeah. has more frames of walking animation than your characters which it looks like like the way that like zeke and uh, what's her face movie it's very shoddily animated but <laughs> the baby is so good and and you know before you get freaked out I mean, when you kill the baby boss or defeat it it just shrinks down into a baby which you then rescue yeah yeah it's not like a donkey's <laughs> inferno uh Xbox 360 and where you're killing these babies or anything like that. You're just you're saving the baby. It just happens to have gotten too big. Yeah. <laughs> Very rarely do you save the demon baby in games now. No. <laughs> that, that was a I mean, and they make you fight that boss. Like I tried to skip him. I'm like, I just I tried everything, but you have oh, to fight oh, him unless you. you're using cheat code, which I wasn't yet. Because yeah. you need I think a key or something, or he or by him dying opens the door. I can't remember exactly. I think yeah, he opens the exit. Yeah, and that's like kind of the the weird thing too is like once you rescue everybody, uh, just a door pops out of the ground and it's on the next level. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. It's very 1980s cartoon. I mean, 1980s. I want to say. Like uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's cartoony, but like it's it's kind of odd because the game has definitely aged, but it's aged in a way that almost works in its favor. Because mm-hmm. it, it wasn't made in the 80s, but it's got such that 80s. Mm-hmm. look to it it has like a like an unmistakable lucas arts feel yeah. to it which you know if you're familiar with the, like, the graphic adventure is play like steve purcell stuff like sam and max hit the road mm-hmm. probably is like the, the full throttle to a certain degree like they had a very distinct visual style and uh i think this is like the like the pinnacle of it I, I love the way it looks and i love like for about half of the game at least every level introduces <laughs> something new Mm-hmm. which is really great. And they do a good job of like rationing out what limited art assets they have, you know, for about half the game. You're just like every time, like I said, there's something like a new enemy type or someone like a new like palette for the uh, mm-hmm. the, the backgrounds and everything. And then it just eventually <laughs> you're like, OK, now we've just put everything in the blender that it's, that's been introduced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the earth is going to hell. Here it is. Like even the giant baby kind of reminds me of like, honey, I blew up the kids. Oh yeah, or which is yeah. coming back maybe. <laughs> yeah, or the little sort blobs of. that go around, like mm-hmm. the movie The Blob. Oh, I love those little blobs. Like so many. It didn't bother me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like. I mean, assuming the Jason mask chainsaw was like a combination of what Friday the Thirteenth and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm assuming mm-hmm. what they were going for. Probably. That's yeah. a weird, things. like, video gamey thing. Is that the the like Splatterhouse hockey mask plus chainsaw, <laughs> which only exists. I think it was introduced in games because, like, I've never like that doesn't happen in the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Maybe everyone is like, <laughs> he uses a weed whacker at one point. I'm trying. Uh, oh God, I'm trying to think of every like Friday the Thirteenth kill in my head now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like all 48 of those movies. It's a lot of getting stabbed <laughs> in the chest with a machete. He's, yeah. he's not really a chainsaw kind of guy. Chainsaw. He uses an axe, a baseball bat. He uses a nail gun at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also. Like when you shoot them with the with the bazooka thing, mm-hmm. they fall over and like shake their butt at you or oh, something. Yeah. It looked really funny. Then they get back up and try to yeah. kill me. Then it wasn't so funny anymore. Yeah, they kill the creature <laughs> from the Black Lagoon guys. They turn into like a pile of fish. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I they, never yeah, really what, fought them. I just ran. Yeah. What really makes this game is like the enemies, just the the sheer amount of them and mm-hmm. how different they are and just how many callbacks there are to, to different movies. The giant ants are great. That's just oh, yeah. like take up so much of the screen and they're like mean. they're they're like not quite shaded they just look wrong but it works really well yeah i mean the part that got me <laughs> when they climbed over the wall and came after me and i'm like no no i did not appreciate that <laughs> they can climb, some enemies can go aliens. through <laughs> i mean i want to say they're bad there really is a sense of terror, though, when those like chainsaw wielding Jasons are coming after you in the hedge maze and you can't get mm-hmm. through the grass <laughs> mm-hmm. and they can yeah. chainsaw their way anywhere they want. I was terrified as a child. Yeah, when I found out that I could bazooka <laughs> through the grass to get away. I was like, oh, my God, game changer. <laughs> so much easier. I, yeah. I saved all the bazooka ammo. I had like over 100 ammo when I got near the end of the game. But I just saved it all the time because I was playing like a survival horror game. 
Mm. I used it almost primarily for like destruct, like destroying walls and stuff, because I just realized very quickly that that was going to be a necessity. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to. Otherwise, you will not survive very well. I mean, you I mean, there are, you can get through a level because I avoided breaking a lot of walls, but it would have made the game a lot easier if I just blew things <laughs> up instead of saving all my items. At yeah. some point, I remember that this was a uh, uh, Super <laughs> NES game, and I was like, oh, yeah, if I just get off the screen, then the enemy disappears. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't always work when it comes to, like there were multiple times where a, a zombie would kill a survivor and i go oh like, let's reload that save state and no matter what i did i couldn't get like the game was set up like i i'd say like they're like let's say 10 seconds before that part and no matter what i did that zombie it just they kept getting killed i'm like well uh... i guess they're dead happened a few times. <laughs> mm-hmm. i yeah, would have never <laughs> gotten anywhere without save states in this game oh no i did coding for this game to see how they set that up of like okay yeah this guy is like is this guy gonna just die within two minutes and if you don't get to him within two minutes he's gone like i couldn't figure out exactly how it was running but it worked because i was like i was constantly on edge (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think there's a couple times where even it's set up to where if you don't do the mad dash directly towards the civilian then they just die immediately like you have a second to get there i want to (laughs) say on some of them over time but there are a couple weapons that grant you a little bit of vulnerability or invincibility like the weed whacker kind of helps your vulnerability yeah (laughs) the weed whacker kind of helps and uh what's the other one the cross where Mm -hmm. you shoot the fire around you it's wonderful the amount of uh, of, god i I really want that uzi water gun now like that's such a (laughs) it's such a great video game weapon well, I should ask. I'm going to start with um, Jeff. Did you have a favorite weapon that you went to in this game when you could? It's got to stick with bazooka. It's one of those like if I just wish it had unlimited ammunition, which it goes against the spirit of it. But yeah, it's like the ultimate skeleton key. You're blasting cracks and doors. You're like, ah, it makes everything so much easier. But yeah, again, limited ammo. It does. I wish it had unlimited. I well, mine had unlimited ammo at the end, but that's like I said, I broke. I... I tried to play, I try to play games with just save states, so I'm like, cause I'm still using my own way to get through it, but mm-hmm. I feel more comfortable. And then I got to a point near the end where I could not find the skeleton key. I'm like, okay, I must have screwed up, so I went and reload, use a password, lost all my items, and then I'm like, you know what? Screw this, and I just put Game Genie codes <laughs> in, and I said, we're done. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, when this game came out, that was this and I think yeah, like putting in a code in, in Street Fighter 2 that would let you do mid-air fireballs justified the purchase of the game. <laughs> it was like, I never would have seen the end of the game otherwise. This is, it just seems like like punitively difficult. I kept, part of me kind of wishes really stuff hard. like that would come back, like the extra cheat periphery, like if you get this and plug it into mm. your device. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just such a, it's such an of its time thing. Like, I feel it's, like you couldn't do that um, now with like the Xbox. It's on mobile game now. Where you pay extra money, yeah. things to help you do better. I know yeah, free is an extra two ninety nine. Just like like having, I having like down. my Game Shark and just like if you pick up a Game Shark, you feel like a god compared to everybody else. You're like ah, <laughs> I have the power now. Yep. I remember back in the nineties, I would only rent games that had cheat codes in my Game Genie. Otherwise, I wouldn't rent them because I couldn't. I wasn't very good at game, a lot of games. So I'm like, oh, there's no, no Game Genie codes. We're not gonna rent that game. <laughs> not much has changed this game <laughs> oh now i saved it but no not much has changed i'm still the yeah. same gamer yeah i played through about half of of this and then i was like i, I this is not or like worth my time right now <laughs> so i have other stuff to do so i watched a, a speed run and uh, uh go figure the speedrunners make the game look very easy mm-hmm. and it was awesome though because the the video that I watched, the guy was doing something that I thought that was like I was the only one who did it. Is he would switch his weapons in time with the music because it makes a weird little sound, and it's just kind of like a weird little tick when you're just running around from point to point is just like keeping time with the music by switching the weapons around. I don't know. Oh yeah, I would do that with the uh, when there's a potion you can drink that turns you into the big like <laughs> the big blue meanie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, just like pu- like the punching noise is so perfect with that music. It's like that oh. old school cartoon like <laughs> noise. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> music you're playing, you're just like whoosh, 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 trying to keep it up. Yeah, it's, everything you're sounds amazing. Monster? Like, yeah, I can't. I, it's just the blue potion in my mind. I don't know. Or maybe it's purple. It's purple. I think the blue potion lets you walk on water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, which was very confusing to me. I was like, is it? 
because it, it seemed to turn you into like ice i thought and i was like yeah. ice doesn't ice floats but ice can't walk on water that's not how ice works i'm clearly not invisible because everyone is still going after me yeah. <laughs> oh, i love those ice pops that you could uh freeze people with mm -hmm. like, i never used them i got them i didn't like them I don't the know. only thing that uh, would have made I this game more eighties is if they were like branded ice pop weapons. Mm. <laughs> Get like a product uh, placement the in there. Fire extinguisher. sure. Also freeze people. That's what I used yes. a lot. Oh yeah, to freeze people when I was like when I was just done with the game. <laughs> I had a very, uh, decision very early in my life where any game that gives you a flamethrower and a fire extinguisher, I would love forever. <laughs> just because <laughs> giving you both like. It happens. It opens up so many opportunities. Not every game takes advantage of those opportunities, but they should. Right. I don't remember a flamethrower. Oh, yeah, there's a flamethrower. I don't think I ever got one. Yeah. You got me wondering now. <laughs> it's a zombie game. There's got to be a flamethrower. Yeah. I mean, again, I was just rushing through this game because I was just done with it after a while. Well, I, just in general, it's just this is one of those games where it doesn't pay to stick around. Like, it is in your best interest to get all the survivors and get the hell out of level and keep going. It doesn't pay to, I mean, it wasn't worth it to stick around because you're going to use more items, you're going to get hurt and lose health. Yep. <laughs> or just me, I don't know. I was just, yeah. I mean, I played this game as a kid with a buddy of mine. Like, he, I remember he introduced introduced me to it and i'm like oh i just suck at it and i played it now as an adult and i'm like oh yeah i still sucked at it but i'm older now i don't know it's just but i mean i do agree that the names of the levelings were funny as hell i'm not really into as like as jeff said earlier, i'm not really i'm not really in puns but he writes a lot of marley kind of pun names and they feel like they could have been wacky movies in like the 60s Mm -hmm. around monster island i mean yeah they're all they like kind of... references to something there's so many references like packed into this game it's absurd there's yeah. a point where in i think it's an evening of the undead you can find a meteorite crashed into the world and it's just a tiny little thing in the background but i'm like oh that's a reference to night of the living dead because that's that's how zombies exist in night of the living dead mm -hmm. off screen they say a meteorite crashed yeah. <laughs> they believe to be the cause of the zombie outbreak I forgot about that that makes sense i kind of also took it as like that the stephen king creep show thing like it's meteor oh, yeah. shit and all the mm -hmm. plants start appearing and everything <laughs> or tommy knocker is like meteor based too i think i think it is yeah yeah we were real worried about <laughs> meteors tremors? Hitting a while back oh, yeah, tremors, tremors uh, are in this game we, yeah, yeah just tremors in this game there's tremors out before this or after this game that's what i'm curious <laughs> i think it, it would have been what before your yeah. I mean, okay. There's just like if we, like if we listed all the references, it would be the entire episode. There's like chopping mall references. There's just there's everything. There's <laughs> the giant ants are I I believe a reference to just there was a movie just called Ants, not Ants with a Z. There was a movie <laughs> called them. Ants in the fifties or or them. Yeah, there's the giant bugs. Yeah, Earth versus them. Spider, Nightmare on Terror Street. Obviously, Nightmare on Elm Street. I just all oh, those little Chucky things. Or my bane of my existence. Oh, I'm running down a a, a passageway of a box. I'm like, I hate this. And then you kill them, and they light on fire and chase after you every so often. <laughs> this game is a great uh, like marker for. <laughs> did this? Did a movie come out before or after '93? Was it referenced in this game? Okay, before '93. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna start using that. Okay, Chucky's are in this game. Chucky was before <laughs> 1993. <laughs> the day the Earth ran away. <laughs> Before 1993, way before. Yeah. 1940? That was, yeah, Day the Earth Stood Still. I love The Day the Earth Ran Away is such a great title because it sounds like the title of like a Futurama episode. Mm -hmm. Like one of those what if machine episodes. I like Mars needs cheerleaders. And then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that level's weird because you've got your, like, the enemies on that that are super annoying are the, like football players and they don't appear to be monstrous. They're just regular survivor football players but you can't rescue them but they knock you backward <laughs> jeff please they're 80s jocks all right they're okay the that's right yeah. strong <laughs> jock bias all jocks were the enemies in the 80s <laughs> remember yeah. some they don't freak save the world jocks are the bad guys yep. <laughs> pretty girls are the bad guys we need oh, i want to say too wasn't there girl. like a wasn't there like a comedy with Jim Carrey and Jeff Goldblum where they were aliens needing cheerleaders or something? Oh my God! Space uh, girls are Jeff awesome. Or... Well, Earth girls are easy, right? Yeah, yeah. Earth girls are yeah. easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Too. I don't know why. But... I think there was a movie Mars Needs Women, and that was parodied on The Simpsons. 
<laughs> Fairbanks yeah. needs women, if I'm not mistaken, because that's like close to my hometown. It was... yeah. And then they came out with the kids' movie Marcy's Moms, and I was like, "Are why? Why are you <laughs> referencing this? Like, it's such a weird. No kid. Yeah. No kid on the planet. Most people alive are not going to get this reference. We're going to make a kids' movie. We're going to reference uh, a oh, I... sci-fi movie where Martians come and kidnap all of our women. That, that, that is kind of funny with the names in this game. And I oh, guess this game had bonus levels. I never saw any of them. I know they're there. <laughs> I really like where the red fern growls. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I did watch the speedrunner video that I was watching. He did all the bonus levels. And the first one is like a day of the tentacle, not a, like homage. And it's got like the tentacle enemies <gasps> from yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, pretty... yeah. It's exactly the same thing, too. Yeah. I love those those little tentacles. I, I like whenever an alien in a game is not like humanoid based. I like when they do or just anything like like the blob. I love the blob. One of my favorite horror movies. It's like, Ooh. oh, it's like it's from outer space. It's like, yeah, it doesn't look anything like people. That yeah. makes sense. Like, well, like the blob, the remake or the original? Uh, both. <laughs> but the, <laughs> both, they both have their strengths. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> the, the one with uh, Steve McQueen. I think that's the original, right? Mm-hmm. That's the one I love. Probably. Both, I know yeah. when I was in high <laughs> They both straight up kill kids, which is something that, like, movies, and I still don't like horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I remember in high school, I went to the library and I was renting different like old 50s horror movies and 60 horror movies and stuff just to just to see things I never saw because I was like, okay, I'm okay with these. Like these don't bother. I just watched the Blob. You reminded me of that. I know it's not 60. I know it's later, but that was still that's a good movie. Uh, not that Blob was um, Blob was 1958. The original. Oh, never mind then. The remake yep. was 88. Yep. Okay. I don't think it was the remake I watched. Maybe no, I watched the original. <laughs> was was it Steve McQueen or Shawnee? Uh, I mean, that's a long time ago. <laughs> was it Kevin Dillon? Remember Kevin Dillon? He's yeah. an actor. He still does stuff occasionally. <laughs> when, I just yeah. realized, I'm looking at all the titles, one of the levels is called Fish and Crypt. Yeah. That amuses me. <laughs> I didn't notice that when I was when I was playing through this game. Cause I, well, in the 30s, I was just like, I need to be done. I need to be done. I don't want to play this anymore. So. Every one of these <laughs> titles would be, uh, it would be right at home as being said by, like, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> just <laughs> oh. Just imagine you saying like, and that was our great dances with werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> the were speaking of werewolves, those enemies pissed me off because they'll jump oh, over walls too, and they'll ignore no, you, no, jump no, over a just... wall, kill your your victim, and then come back for you. And I'm like, you bastard. Yeah, they are. Yeah, bad. that's. They, I think they first appear in the castle too. Which, in the context of this game, a lot of the levels don't make sense because at some point you are in a pyramid fighting mummies. Multiple yeah. times. <laughs> Multiple yeah. times. And then later on, you just, I kind of felt like they were like the big main levels, like the castles you go into and fight like vampires, and Frankensteins. Mm -hmm. I love the implication that like uh, that pyramid is just in their neighborhood. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> mm -hmm. Hey, uh, oh, like you're trying to tell somebody like, uh, how do I get to the grocery store? All right, you're going to go down the street, take a left at the high school, right at the giant pyramid. You can't miss it. <laughs> well, to be fair, you're going through these weird exit portals. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So you're it's really, like, uh, you're, you're not Chris Hemsworth. You're uh, Christian Hadenson from Jumper. Exactly, exactly. I was thinking the Twilight Zone through the door. Oh, through the door. Yeah, the, the eerie door. That made yeah. the eerie door. That's More it. I was just trying jumper. to make a... I don't know where Jumper came from. Why are you referencing that movie? I like Jumper, all right? I have to put it in the podcast somehow. I've never seen it. I'm the only one that'll ever admit to liking Jumper. Isn't have you played the Jumper game? It's a Jumper oh, game. No. Yeah, for 360. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god, it, that's got to be awful. It's not great. Even so. Yeah, that's no, exactly the way people right. played it for sure. <laughs> that's how I played it. Yep. That's got to be a terrible game, but that's such a great idea for a game. It's just Portal, essentially. Oh, they didn't go that route. Oh, no? no. Oh, do they go like full, like, like cinematic, we're going to recreate the movie? It's no. real. It's it's bad. <laughs> oh, no. That might have to be it's on the on, show. It's on PS2. Game Informer gave it a 1.75 out of 10. <laughs> Almost a 2. Oh, boy. So <laughs> solid score. I'm going to get Reiner in the show and get him to explain himself. <laughs> that, <laughs> that horrendous score. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so this game, like, every so often they do break up the game with bosses. Like, we had mentioned mm -hmm. the Tremors bosses. We mentioned the giant baby Yep. And then you fight a freaking giant spider. But the first one, yeah. that was a 
That thing took a lot of damage, too. Mm-hmm. That one in particular super sucks. Yeah, that's the the worst kind of boss. Where it's just like, I'm just here to take your hits. And it's going to, yeah. It's going to be a while. It's going to be a while. Yeah. <laughs> Strap in. Yeah. And I was close you down. Yeah. And the, the webs? <laughs> yeah. It's insane. And again, I was using the, the speedrun video as a barometer. And it was like, oh, it's good to see that this is when it stopped being a speedrun. It was with the stupid spider boss. It was just this awful slog. <laughs> <in the bed. laughs> yeah. <laughs> it because I use Pandora's box, which is a, a little item that you get in this game. You open it up and it hits the guy a bunch of times. Like it's really powerful. Yeah. I have like four of them. Mm-hmm. And he didn't go down. Then I shot him with the bazooka like over 20 times before I finally killed him. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it was oh I think oh God, I'm trying to think of like my favorite enemy in the game overall. And uh, Frankenstein is really up there. Yeah. They have like like super villain Frankenstein, we can like shoot electricity out of his arms for some reason. I love the design of just the basic zombie. I think it's oh. one of the best cartoony zombies around. I would. Oh yeah. I think so compares great. favorably even to the the zombie and uh, zombies in uh, Plants vs Zombies. I think phenomenal zombie. Just that, oh, that yeah. like cyan blue hair. It's just just that, it's a, it's the like platonic ideal of a zombie. This is just perfect. It's like um. <laughs> have you ever seen the like the color photos they took of Night of the Living Dead, like when they did behind the scenes and they were like, at some point they were painting the zombies green. And it's like, the movie's black and white. You don't have to do that. <laughs> it's just that classic zombie look that they kind of brought into a, a Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. It's just, mm-hmm. it's it's like, it's the exact thing you want a zombie to look like. Yeah, that's awesome. It's that like all vampires, me. all vampires that look kind of like Dracula. That's that's a perfect vampire. Yeah. You got to close your cape and then turn it into a, some bats. Yeah. So they really nailed it. Got to have a cape. If you don't have a cape, you're not a real vampire. That's the rule. You sparkle. You sparkle in the sunlight. <laughs> oh, you got Yeah, you got to sparkle, too. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. sparkle and then burst into flame. <laughs> so there's no burst into flame with the sparkling vampire. But I kept um, I kept thinking playing this game. I was like, it, it, Stranger Things has kind of fallen off uh, with like um the general popularity, but I was thinking, I wonder if a um, show could be made based off of this. That's just like Castlevania is doing really well right now. Like Castlevania is a great show. Mm-hmm. So if you could take this game, which has basically no story and make some kind of fun cartoon out of it or yeah. something, because all the elements are there. Mm-hmm. Oh I'm man, you could totally remake this into a modern day horror game, even if oh, you yeah. wanted to do that. Yeah. There was that game that was, I think it thought it was like a spiritual successor. Was it was it Monster Madness Battle for Suburbia? It's like a fairly early 360 PS3 game that was not great, but they tried. <laughs> it I sounds familiar. I want to say oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. what he's talking about. I'm getting it up right the now. The cover of the I box is like a street it. sign, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it says like monster. It's like a monster crossing sign with Madness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. love that. Cover. Yeah. 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 It's it's. it's Kind of, yeah. I mean, that's a very good way. I mean, it, it's, I want to say it's a top-down action game, too, just like what we're playing here with Zombies Ate My Neighbors, and it's the same kind of thing where you get random weapons. I forgot all, I forgot that game existed. It, yeah. It's the subgenre of uh, Freaks Say the Neighborhood, because I remember the main characters in that game were like, one guy was like some weird, <laughs> like, hip-hop wannabe dude. <laughs> like, you <Yep>. <laughs> It, like barely his pants were falling down and then <laughs> like the neighborhood nerd and then like the goth chick it's <laughs> like uh early 2000 breakfast club yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. how is that I not a thing i'm sure I remember, it is a thing i don't think i played it long but i remember i bought this game on see for some reason i i almost bought the game just for the cover art because i remember loving that cover art so much oh <laughs> back memories all of a sudden i didn't remember existed well, this is the part of the show. Would have been more fun than we played. Revel in nostalgia. This does look a lot like it, though. Damn, I should have played this. <laughs> Damn. Why don't you pick this game, Stefan? God. Oh, man. Because Stefan wanted to relive being a being a kid again, playing this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's favorite character, Jennifer, who appears to be just a pair of boobs. I mean, maybe this game would be more fun two players. I can't remember how the two players. Like, I feel like when you play two players, you can't go that far away from each other like you have to stay on the same mm-hmm. screen yeah it's eh, yeah the, the only positive i'll say about it is that you had double the firepower so it was a lot easier to take down most of the monsters they didn't gain any extra health from having two players there present. i don't know if um i don't know if this is the game that kind of started that camera movement with two players but i always just call that the fable rule because i know fable had that for some reason <laughs> a game way too late into the timeline to be using that still yeah 
the second player must be with you or else they will just be lost and you'll never see them again. <laughs> oh, no, I've wandered off the screen. Please. Now I'm you have to come a random old game. <laughs> Fable's not that old. Well, I guess it is pretty old. Fable, yeah. <laughs> it's older than you think. Hey, Molyneux's still making games, right? Right? <laughs> right? Mm, I don't think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> He's out uh, there. He's doing something. He's getting sued. But... I mean, the zombies, or not the zombies, the mummies were annoying in this game. They took oh, a lot of freaking hits yeah, from your pain. water gun. Because I, I kept trying to save the gun as much as I could. And I, I that was part of my problem is I wouldn't use other weapons because I'm stubborn. Mm. And it didn't, it, it caused me a lot of problems in this game. <laughs> yeah, I think the trick with the mummies was either just to, to ignore them or like if you absolutely couldn't then like bubble them or I think you could freeze them too. You can freeze them. Yeah, it's just like that's the only way to deal with them. Fighting them is impossible. <laughs> I, I tried using the explosive soda cans, but it never worked out well. Like I would just throw them and die instead. Like I never had any luck with them. They felt like a grenade, like they were like a grenade launcher idea, but I just can never get them to work well for me. Mm-hmm. Look how uh, colorful everything is in this game. <laughs> it's a very small yeah. thing, but like uh, games are getting better about this now. I mean, like Apex Legends is like just a beauty of colors. <laughs> And there's like a Mass Effect, I mean, really brought back a lot of color palettes. But for the longest time, games were like kind of drab and still some games come out. It's like, ah, eh, like, like early 360, maybe all early, early 360 era. games, a lot of late PlayStation 2 games, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, even up to like uh, Fallout, like Fallout 3 is my go to. I love Fallout 3, but that game is just gray and drab and kind of boring. And then you look at this and it's just, oh, God, there's like the neon greens and the bright like the dark deep purples and like the bright blues it's oh god i love it it's so great <laughs> yeah it's popping <laughs> it, it does do a good job of giving you the, like again that 80s feel that 80s vibe and it, it was like i mean i remember as a kid thinking this game looked really really cool and isn't it you know that was first playing like okay it's kind of fun it looks cool just the <laughs> just the challenge of it is what really brings it down but i mean they call every it does look it's, it's the, the best part of 80s aesthetic. nostalgia coming back and it, the best part of all 80s nostalgia is just the amount of colors we're getting on tvs again <laughs> it's like look at guardians of the galaxy oh god i love it it's a treat for the eyes <laughs> and then it's near the end when you go to like because they they get rid of the castle and they start kind of moving you into like a mansion a couple like a weird mansion a couple times yes the mansion mm-hmm. of dr Which tongue I, I got so confused you had to blow a hole you had to go on the roof blow a hole inside like these windows and get back on the roof i just could not get around <laughs> some of those last parts and find because I, I i had like three survivors near the end mm. and it wasn't effective to have that many <laughs> you should just have one oh that freaking final boss fight if i wouldn't have been cheating oh, oh i i would have never seen the end it's a it's a nightmare it is <laughs> it is really really hard <laughs> Uh, I can only yeah. imagine like getting to the end legitimately and dying to him and just going outside and punching the ground as hard as I could. That's probably oh, yeah. what happened. <laughs> I'd be so angry. <laughs> the weirdest thing well, is that this game ends he... up like the last level. Suddenly you have story where it's like, oh, yeah. Dr. Tongue is causing all this. It's like, I... OK, sure. Yeah, <laughs> why not? We did not mention anything about anything at the beginning of the game. Like at no point does anyone ask why this is happening. You're just out there saving the day. Yeah, you get very... like the one level near the beginning is like something about Doctor Tongue, and it's like, all right, I don't get that reference. And then you you fight him, and you're like, why is he called Doctor? T- oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. They like try to hint at it uh, halfway through the game. There's like. And like almost almost the exact halfway point there's a mission called revenge of dr tongue mm-hmm. and the bonus mm-hmm. level for that is the son of dr tongue it's like i just oh, i probably won't need to remember that i just feel bad you for the guy that had to stay up all night and like work on that tongue sprite uh, over and over again <laughs> it's it's such a it's such a funny in boss to me too of like okay we're we fought like ghoulies we fought giant ants we fought frankenstein who's the ultimate bad guy just kind of an older looking dude with screwed up glasses. Yep. He turns into just a head. That's cool. He's like, he could be like the bad guy from a Pixar movie. <laughs> just a giant floating head. But I mean, the worst part about that, they make you fight the damn spider boss all over again, which is annoying and long. Mm-hmm. And then after like, okay, I beat the game. And all of a sudden I'm like, what's the doctor doing back on the screen? Why isn't he? And he starts drinking the potion. And then all of a sudden you, a giant head comes on the screen and starts chasing after you. I was not happy with that uh, game. And it takes a lot of hits, too. Yeah, and in that final level, they throw... It's not just him. They throw, like, every enemy at you. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. 
Like it's, by so Dr. We're Tong, make sure you don't ants are showing up. Frankenstein's are showing up. Blobs are showing up. Yep. Like I, I could not have beaten this game as a kid, or maybe I could have, and I would have looked back and gone like, clearly I was, clearly I was in my prime when I was nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I Cause, felt. Because <laughs> you beat this game before, right, Stefan? When you were a kid? Yeah, I think I beat or? it. I beat it legitimately. I think when I was twelve, and my sister was second player, and she was nine. So <laughs> I don't know why it is with video game, with like any sport. You're like you're typically in your prime from like maybe like 18 to say like 28. But with video games, you're only in your prime at eight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got time every 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 year past that. You get progressively worse. <laughs> so I was freaking out with that. Like that really young. Uh, was it like a, a really young boy who won the like one of the esports competitions? Just won like eight million dollars. Everyone's like, I can't believe it. I'm like, no, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, of course he won. Yeah. That little girl who Maybe won Pokemon, yeah, that's her demographic. She knows that game. She mm-hmm. can name all 10,000 Pokemon. I, I used to be able to name first 150, but that was a little long time ago. <laughs> I can name Meowth <laughs> and Pikachu, because they were my favorites. And, and when you fight that, the, the giant head was stupid. And, it, and as you keep fighting it, he keeps degrading more and more to kind of show you that you're getting closer and closer to the end, but yeah. it just keeps going, and he's shooting his eyeballs at you, and I was mm-hmm. just, I was just standing there with cheat codes on, just unloading the bazooka over and over again. I'm like, can oh. this just end? I want to go to set. I never want to play this game again. I couldn't, <laughs> tell if, uh, I couldn't tell if he was like, the sprite is great for it, but it's hard to yeah. tell if it's like a robot or if he's like like the Zen alien from the end of Half-Life. It's it's very confusing. Yeah, he. I mean, he does look kind of robotic underneath, but it's still, you just can't tell <laughs> the way it's done. I yeah. think it's just uh, I think it's just that he has glowing eyes. And ever since Terminator, everything mm-hmm. with glowing eyes looks like a robot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, it's par for the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got the same thing going on that the like, the first boss in Smash TV has where, yeah, like you just whittle them apart and you get to see all the stuff underneath. But since it's a Super Nintendo or Genesis game, you're not going to see gore, but just like weird mechanical stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a cheat to get around that. Yeah. All I can think of is big buddy. Big yeah. Sizes. I love it. That's what came out. I'm so uh, sorry, <laughs> Stephen, by the way, for playing the, for playing the Dreamcast version, because I, lo- I was looking at sprites, like the comparisons between the two. And first of all, in the Dreamcast version, he has a body mm. for some reason. What are you talking about? I looked up sprites for him and like there are like. Oh, no, this might have been like the remake they did on the game because they ported it to the game or not the game. I'm an idiot. They ported it to um the phone. I, I said I've never sounded older in my life, by the way. I'm really confused the game what to you're the phone. talking about. At some point, they ported this game to mobile, but it was really bad. Um, Like it was really bad. I remember it was like in 2011 and the port was just garbage. Like it was super pixelated. It didn't hold up at all. So that might be what these pixels are from. There's, yeah, there's a point where you see him where he has like a full body. And when you blow him up, instead of his head like melting, it like turns yellow and purple for some reason. That sounds it's, awful. <laughs> it was really, really bad. Yeah. And I know when I when I beat this game, when it shows the credit, it shows you how many monsters you killed of each monster, which mm-hmm. I I couldn't stick through it. I'm like, OK, I'm good. I got my <laughs> picture. I'm done. I just I like to get a picture whenever I beat a game just so I can have it to make a post. Hmm. <laughs> oh. like going back, I'll be like, oh, I, I, I just couldn't do it. Like I got I was like, OK, I'm going to wait. And I waited about 10 enemies. I'm like, they're going to go through every enemy, aren't they? Oh, that, there's two. Oh, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, there's a, every single one, <laughs> which uh, enemy type. <laughs> there's actually the last level isn't just killing the boss, Do- Dr. Tongue, either. There's actually an, another level where oh, you get to yep. meet everyone who created the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you run through an office and you can click on them and they'll say whatever the hell they say their name. And uh, oh. apparently one of them stayed up all night and worked on himself because there's just a, a guy who worked on the game with a big buff like Arnold Schwarzenegger body <laughs> wearing no shirt whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, that's 100 percent what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> I like, by the way, I look, I was looking at the enemy types because just like some of the the names of all of them are great like you have the classic frankenstein the name of the vampires in this are vlad belmont the vampire <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna throw as many references in there as possible mm, yeah, works. I mean, yeah they could do it i mean they're konami they own it so why not <laughs> that's true they own the name belmont. yeah do you have any, yeah. any last things you guys want to say about this game before we go on to questions um, just that there's a sequel called Ghoul Patrol, which I haven't played, 
and also that there is a Doom mod that's basically Doom, but this. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Shout out to Google Patrol. Shout out to this game as well for having like the easiest, most recognizable characters to cosplay of all time. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> if you ever want to cosplay a character and you don't want to put like you don't feel like you want to put that much effort into it or you're not like super comfortable spending a ton of money, get a pair of 3D sunglasses and a skull shirt and put your hair up and like that's all you got to do. <laughs> and everyone will immediately know who you are. <laughs> How long did you work on this? Today. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I ordered the shirt on Amazon Prime and I ordered the glasses on Amazon Prime. <laughs> And I already had jeans, so <laughs> my hair looked this way. I would say you could wear it to a convention in 2020, but probably not. Oh yeah, so hey, 2021 maybe. I have an outfit that uh, <laughs> I decided that this was the year I was going to start doing cosplay, and so I'm not going for you. Well, I ordered a bunch of stuff. I ordered like somebody on Etsy made like a Tom Nook shirt, and I was like, oh, I could do like Tom Nook. That's super easy, and that'd be like a great first one to do. And all my orders are pushed back, and all my conventions are canceled. And so uh, I'll just wait. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll cosplay as um, Man at Home. Yeah. <laughs> they they push back Comic-Con here from late May to late September. <laughs> so it's pretty bad. Yeah, we'll see. I, I wouldn't be surprised if stuff just got outright canceled this year. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good year for playing video games at home. Yeah. yeah. If you ever had a I mean, game, everybody's you like, play I'm playing Xenogears. I started playing World War Z. Because it was free and epic. All right, we should yeah. go to questions, memories, instead <laughs> of where we're headed. All right, this one from the I Watched the Entire Overblood Super Replay group. I got a few comp memories uh, from Seth Cameron. Said, I missed this game. I rarely got to play it, but I remember it being fun slash cool. Keep that memory and cherish it. You might not feel the same way if you play it now. Uh, from John Hill. Said, my buddy my buddy could never get past the giant worms love. We had to have rented the game like 10 times before my mom said, why don't we just buy the damn thing? One of my favorites. Oh, I haven't played oh, it recently. Oh, oh. <laughs> it might not be your favorite game. anymore. This game hurt me. <laughs> this game completely broke me when I couldn't find that damn key and I had to use cheat codes. Like, I was mad. Like, I was, I got really upset because there's near the end. And, and we never talk when we, when we do the before we do a recording for some reason. We just don't communicate with each other and i couldn't find this damn key and I, I text Stefan after i use cheat codes and finish the game he's like well yeah there's, there's a secret key in that level i'm like i should have i should have messaged you early <laughs> but i it I, works out well I though because we always have we all end up having different experiences which is nice mm-hmm. i mean for most of us for one of us it's always a nightmare but for most of us it's a good experience <laughs> yeah i feel like the only time we talked was like parasite eve because we're like we gotta finish this what do i do next where do i go <laughs> That's because you guys waited until hours before we recorded to play that game. <laughs> we burned through so, it. Total professionals. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, this one from Bracken Floyd. That's time management. Said, so when I was young, around nine or ten, my dad one Halloween put on the original Dawn of the Dead. I was immediately ridiculously scared of, of the zombies. The first time I saw this game was soon after. It was at my cousin's house, and even though all I saw was the cover, I immediately wanted to leave because I was scared to death. Love, love zombies now. Still haven't played the game, but I heard it's a cult classic. Well, it's a cult. All right. I don't know about classic. That's a, <laughs> for 24 levels, it's a cult classic. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, it was fun for the first 24 levels. I, I will give you that. <laughs> I, I don't know how far that would go past that, but... <laughs> Got a few more I want to read from the Laser Time group. From Alan Smith, he said, This is one of my favorite games. I had the Genesis version. I would play for hours while listening to White Zombie. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a good mix, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I listen to podcasts while I'm playing this because I just won't. Yeah. Because <laughs> Mike refuses to enjoy sounds. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Especially good soundtracks. Why would you want to hear the best video game soundtrack of all time? I guess. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, it's not Chrono Trigger, sir. So it can't be the best video game soundtrack of all time. Or Final Fantasy VI. Goo. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> from Luke Batty, in the late '90s, my parents would buy cheap Genesis games that rental stores were getting rid of and randomly gift them to me. This was one of them. I loved it, played it all the time, either by myself or with my friends. I wonder how you feel like you play it now, because I did not love it. <laughs> this one, this one's funny. From David Notter Jr. So this is one of my favorite games of all time. I played it at least once a month with my son. The band Lame Genie recently released a cover album of the entire OST, and it's awesome. Ooh. Some of you guys might care. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. 
So I'm going to read <laughs> one more and then we'll move on to Shelfer Box. This one from Jack Dogerty. He said, not super, he gave me a password. He said, not super useful because you load in without many of the useful weapons you would have acquired up to that point. Fun game that nails a scary but fun, cute vibe that I love. Soundtrack slaps too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't care about soundtrack, but I don't like, I'm I'm very weird about soundtrack. Like, if I didn't experience it when I was in high school or middle school, like Chrono Trigger, Xenogears, Final Fantasy VII, I have nothing to do with that music. I'm like, nope, doesn't work for me. It, it's not a good thing. But then again, I listen to Taylor Swift nonstop and Halsey, so my music taste is not something I consider very <laughs> yeah. highly. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to Mike. <laughs> See, I have, the problem hey, I, where play, I, I, can... I have the problem where I love video game soundtracks, but I can't listen to them outside of games because it will, like, influence what I'm doing too much. Like, I used to listen Halo. to... Yeah, I've mentioned this before. I used to listen to the Halo soundtrack while I was driving, and I had to stop because I would just end up speeding every day. <laughs> like, why am I going 100 miles per hour? Not that fast, but you get it. Why am I going 20 over the speed limit? Oh, it's because metal fucking guitars are screaming the Halo theme in my head. Uh, all right, let's go to Shelfer Box. And Jeff, since you're our special guest, you want to go first? All right. I. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like the I, I like the idea of this game an awful lot, uh, but I think I would I would put it in a box. Yeah, box it. <laughs> All right, that's about that's what I was hoping for and expecting. I'll go but the back. soundtrack, the soundtrack. I'll put, yeah. You can put that on the playlist. <laughs> right it, the game it's the soundtrack. So good. <laughs> Maybe I'll listen to it, but I'm lying when I say that. Uh, <laughs> I'll will. listen to it again. Listen to Taylor Swift in it. Now, if Taylor Swift did the soundtrack and she's singing along, I could listen to it. I don't understand my obsession with Taylor Swift, and I will. <laughs> I guess somebody has to like her. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's fine. Uh, more, I listen to one, but okay. And I'm putting this in the box, obviously, because this game just did not do it for me. It it made me angry. It made me sad because I was getting my ass handed to me, and it just it wasn't fun to me. I didn't have. I enjoyed a few levels, but as the game gets challenging, it it doesn't have anything to grip me. Like I like stories. I like RPGs, and there's no story. There's none of that, and it just it wasn't. It wasn't fun. I didn't have fun with this game. It, it's a good game. This was kind of on me, <laughs> but it's going in the box and. I will never play it. How about you, Stefan? Uh, yeah, this uh, going back to this, I thought I was going to hate it because, you know, you're just never sure when you go back to something like I don't play this annually. I beat it like twice as a kid and then I pl I bought it, the physical copy like last year and I played it for like 20 minutes. I was like, ah, that was fun. But I should probably <laughs> put it on the podcast to talk about for an hour, right? <laughs> oh, should. Uh, yeah, no, everything about it, like Jeff said, the music, um, the sprites are fantastic. Like uh, Stu said, the colors just pop out. I mean, everything about each monster is just so specific and beautiful. And I don't know. I just like the idea of a mismatch of monsters. It's almost like Stephen King's It. Just everything thrown in there. Just see what happens. And I don't know. It's a beautiful thing. And plus, I don't mind a challenge in a horror game like some people, Mike. <laughs> yes, so, I hate it. So I I will admit, though, I think it is a little too long. They probably should have cut down the levels to like maybe half of what it is or like knocked out a fourth and not made the last boss so terrible. But other than that, I really love it. I still love it. So it's going on the shelf. OK, how would you do? Um, well, I love the Lost Boys, so it's going on my shelf. Uh, <laughs> I like I like that genre. I, I love the genre of, you know, Weirdo Save the Neighborhood. It's I think it was actually a Lost Boys um, comic series that was kind of in the vein of this, where it was like the Frog Boys would go and like solve various mysteries and crimes, I want to say. If only we had a comic series, we could talk about that. Oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah, just like to, uh, not to echo Stefan too much, but um, not to echo Stefo, Stefan echoing me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the colors pop out. All the, all the monsters are designed so specifically, like you said, that you immediately recognize them upon seeing them. They're all so different and so unique and so charming. And just the the charm of any callback to like 50s horror movies, like the classic, like the universal monsters or I mean, zombies are relatively newer. But like even like I just I love zombies. Like, I can't help it. I love zombies. Like yeah. the cover art for this game is a callback to the original 50s posters. It's got the swirl, like almost like vertigo on it. And just got the the monster like zombies that aren't in the game, but they're clearly modeled in the background. And like a woman screaming and the big font. It's it's 
exactly like a 1950s movie poster. It's I love beautiful. that. Yeah. I, I If I could separate like the first 24 levels and the second 24 levels from this game, like the first 24 is like a perfect game. It's short. It's got everything. It's got a very simple objective. It's a great game to like pop in and play through it, like play during the day and just enjoy. And then the second 24 is like, that's like a kind of just more of the same. And it turns into more of like a challenge mode almost like it's, it, it should be like a separate game mode, really. Should be like the first 24 is the game the second 24 is like extra hard where we're gonna throw everything at you mm-hmm. so that's that's the biggest downside for me but overall it's going to my shelf i love the style i love the look i love the noise it's it's perfect yeah it's semi-perfect <laughs> <laughs> we can go with that okay I bought what I expected. You two do like bad games. Me and Jeff have good taste. So I like bad that. games and bad movies, so it's a great combination. <laughs> uh, um, before we wrap up, first thing I want to say, I want to thank Jeff for coming on again. Thank you. Do this wonderful game with us. <laughs> Eventually, Not we'll pick a game that you really like. All right. We'll do uh-huh. it. <laughs> and um, Jeff, do you want to give a shout out to your awesome magazine that I have sitting near me? Yeah. Hello, magazine. Thanks for being you. <laughs> <laughs> great job <laughs> hey, look at you <laughs> that didn't work out as I was hoping but I, that's what I get uh, for those that don't know Jeff Cork works on Game Informer so please subscribe to that magazine because it's good it's worth it yeah we're all oh, working from home now which is very strange so yeah. we're gonna, this next issue like up to and including the cover story is all being done remotely which yeah we'll see how out. it goes like, optimistic like a blank magazine with like post-it notes on it <laughs> Yeah, we owe you one magazine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's got to be. Becomes a collector's be everything is strange. Game yeah. Informer, the blank edition, and it's just white pages, but you still go through the effort of printing it. We could do like a callback. It'll be like the, the notes page on instruction manuals. In yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> like uh, what ESPN is doing right now, where they're like doing just the highlights, and it's just like our favorite reviews from throughout the years. <laughs> Do your own box scores. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you you put the bottle, you put the game in there and you leave it blank to write yeah. your own review. There you go. Connectivity <laughs> yeah. book. Think for yourself for once, sheeple. <laughs> you write the captions. <laughs> oh, yeah, it could work for reviews, but not for previews. <laughs> or just some pictures. You could figure out what you want to say. Thank you. Every, you uh... guess what you think this is going to be like. Every We're not going to tell you. Comes with a free hotel big pen. There you go. <laughs> Um, uh, I, I also want to give a shout out to our awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Bobby, aka Mike Stoney, from his EP Bite the Bullet song, The Cool Kid Squad. Go check him out. You'll see a link in the YouTube. The link to his YouTube in the show notes. That's what I want to say. <laughs> all right. I think that's about all I, we need to say today. Do you want to thing... repeat what we said last week? Or just oh, oh, you know, I should reintroduce what we're playing next week. Huh? Oh, yeah. Do that too. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, Stu, do you want to you say what we're going to be playing next week since it's your pick? Christ. Um, I, why did I not expect that? <laughs> Every week. Uh, uh, Evolve the uh, raccoon. Uh, I'm not stalling. That's going to be so many. Oh, yes, of course. Next week we are playing uh, Resident Evil again. No, <laughs> Next week we are playing um, the PS2 classic Sly Cooper. An actually a fun, game. sneaky game that... Um, <laughs> Made a bunch of people question things about themselves. Yep, and I will not be there, but I will be listening. So I look yes. forward to it. Because you will be uh, in Raccoon City the next two weeks. Yeah. Stefan's yeah. gonna. Uh, Stefan's dying next week, and we can't resuscitate him until like uh, two or three weeks from now. So it's gonna be Platinum's Resident Evil Three remake. Yeah. That's yeah. He, he developed a deadly, deadly disease that can only be cured in the future. Thankfully, the cure will only be three weeks from now. So we're gonna cryo freeze him for a very short amount of time. Yep. I just have to wait for trunks to come. Yeah. <laughs> Any day now. What was that picture of the two people you know, down in L.A. dressed as Android 18 and 19? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Was, right? <laughs> yep. that, that's perfect for what's and, going uh, on right now. As we said last week, just, you know, wash your hands, stay inside if you can, stay safe. Yep. Or, or it might be zombies eating your neighbors. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that about wraps up this episode we will see you guys next week everybody oh jesus i just spilled tea all over <laughs> myself <laughs> the first time i've done it all right hi everybody <laughs> see you next the week first Good time night. it's happened at the very end of an episode i guess best case scenario <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my God. Bye. Bye.